0: John, how are you this week?
1: Hi, Elliot. Good. Um, back from uh, San Francisco, we had the West Coast AML Forum uh, that um, Chuck Taylor and myself and Tim White have been involved in for quite a long period of time, and it was uh, uh, well-received as uh, we've talked about our program, the AML Partnership Forum, this is an attempt to base on that model. So that's, this is the original model Um, strong support from uh, IRS and other aspects of law enforcement. And next year, it'll be their 30th event. So that's a pretty impressive run that they've had. And again, it's all about what we're trying to do here, partnering, you know, private public partnership, which is so important to our community. So uh, another good program.
0: Yeah, it's great. Um, uh, I know that you and Chuck both uh, talked about how successful it was and um, uh, the, the whole partnership issue. I mean, you and I have been talking about it and working on it along with lots of others for many, many years. And I think we're making, there's definitely good forward progress. So that's really critical. Um, so this week I saw in The Economist an article with the intriguing title, why is London so attractive to tainted foreign money? I wonder if you saw that.
1: Yeah, I saw it. And what was interesting on, on many, many levels was uh, they go into obviously detail about the reaction of the UK to, to the Ukrainian uh, attacks by Russia, uh, but looking at oligarchs, but making a, a pretty strong statement that. London has been a haven for dirty capital, dirty money for a long period of time, not not unlike some places in the US, by the way, or other countries. So they looked at um, how this all started. There was a uh, sort of a welcome mat situation where you would get visas if you invested money that started under the prime minister, John Major at the time. So in the early 90s. They talked about legislation that something that passed fairly quickly, a couple of weeks after the uh, invasion of Ukraine. And and they asked the question, will this will this matter uh, because there's so much that's already there. So, yeah, I think uh, any of us that are in the, the community that we're in would be well served to take a look at this article.
0: Yes, I I agree. Um, As in um, most jurisdictions where we, you know, that we've talked about and certainly that others have talked about in terms of um, uh, hiding money or facilitating uh, dirty money uh, being moved. um, There is uh, the article talks about a particular facilitating methodology called the Scottish Limited Partnership which again, like many of the vehicles we've talked about in the U.S. and others, um, you have a lack of uh, disclosure of actual ownership and uh, uh, no requirement to track source of funds and all of the other things that make it easy to do this. Uh, There was also some really interesting things about um, kind of the gatekeeper issue. And as you and I talked before we started uh, recording, uh, this, you know, when you read through this article, in the end, if you're going to put it in one category, this is again all about the about gatekeepers, people who uh, lawyers, accountants, and others, bankers in some cases, who um, for a fee, often an exorbitant fee, uh, are willing to uh, step outside of their ethical or legal obligations and assist people um, for a payoff and. Um, and I, you know, I'd love to say it's not happening, but it is happening, and um, uh, in all different ways on the litigation front, on the structuring front, um, and so there was a quote in here which I probably now won't be able to quickly put my fingers on.
1: Well, I, I think it, they they say the penalties for banks, lawyers, and uh, other enablers of dirty money are paltry, and then they say lawyers you may be looking at this one, lawyers who turn a blind eye can expect no more than a rap on the knuckles is what, is what they say. And yeah. um, there's also a reference to a, a 2021 report by Chatham House uh, that was called the UK's kleptocracy problem. And basically it's interesting and we'll, 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 folks in our in the US will recognize this. It says that Britain's adopted, quote, a risk-based, uh, uh, unquote, approach to anti-money laundering. So much of the policing is is with banks, lawyers, and others in the private sector. But this is another good quote from the the report. Failures of enforcement or implementation of the law, plus exploitation of loopholes by professional enablers, have meant that little has been done in practice to prevent wealth and agendas from entering Britain. So there's a number of studies besides the article in The Economist that point to this and seem to sort of... uh, Cast a, a questionable look, if you will, on whether these laws that they're trying to pass now, I guess they passed one on anti corruption a couple months ago, but whether there'll be enough behind it, resources, enforcement. Uh, you know, the, the pay is fairly paltry from what they suggest as, as well. So, uh, again, I, I don't think it's overstating us to say that we've recognized that this has been a problem in London. But as they point out in the same article, it's also been a problem in our own country. And they talk about a number of countries that have issues similar to the UK. And they say, for example, in the United States, New York skyscrapers and Miami condos, they say, are awash and corrupt capital, especially from Latin America. And then they point out what you and I point out many times, Delaware, Nevada, they allow these shell companies, uh, and South Dakota does as well in terms of trusts and that's why we have the beneficial owner debate. The question, will the registry be impactful? That sort of thing.
0: Yes. Um, uh, there's also, it was interesting to me as a, as a lawyer that there are a number of provisions in, uh, in UK law that I'm sure were not put in for this purpose, uh, but do end up... Uh, uh, facilitating some of it. One is that, um, the loser of a civil lawsuit in, um, in the UK, um, <clears throat> pardon me, has to, um, has to pay the other side's legal fees. And so part of what happens, uh, according to the article is that, um, uh, top law firms representing some of the Bad actors charge exorbitant fees on uh, because they're they believe that they'll have an opportunity to collect those fees and encourage the client to pay those fees because the, they believe they'll win often because they outmatch the <coughs> excuse me the other side and um, and so it it just encourages what we might call. Um, unnecessary litigation here in the United States. And there are states in the U.S. who have explored that type of law. And it would be nice if they saw some of the unintended consequences um, that we're seeing in the U.K.
1: I, I agree with that. So folks should take a look at the article. It's in the, uh, the most recent uh, edition of The Economist. Why is London so attracted to tainted foreign money? And it's under the, the coverage of Britain. Slash Dirty Capital,
0: right? So we have uh, one of our monthly webinars is coming. It's um, it's on uh, May twenty sixth. That a live stream at one o'clock Eastern time, and it's going to be uh, a great conversation on sanctions, um, not just the mechanics, but also talking about some of the foreign policy and. Uh, uh, international relations implications of sanctions. So, I'd encourage people to uh, law, um, register for that. You can do that at our website, amlrightsource.com. Um, John, anything to uh, pitch this week?
1: No, but if uh, just a, a warning to folks, if you wanted to use Elliot's sneezing for your ringtone, you'll have to pay him at least a buck every time you do that. So, think about that before you record and listen to the recording. So, I just wanted to make that point.
0: well thank you now that you've said that i won't have it edited out so
1: (laughs) no you can't have it edited out it's it's proving that we do this live so that's true that's that's the beauty of having conversations so that's right no uh we're good uh i have a couple of uh podcast interviews scheduled in the next week or so so uh we will talk more about that after they're complete um several folks that Uh, Some are already uh, are in the government, some that have gone to the private sector that have uh, expertise in a number of areas. So more to come in the next couple of weeks.
0: All right. Sounds good. You have a good uh, a good rest of the week and we'll talk next week. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye bye.